0: is why am I disturbed? So I am expecting more number of people today because this is relevant for everyone. Everyone is disturbed in this world today. There is no exception. So somebody was asking me <laughs> this very nice thing that in today's world is it is very 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 easy to become an astrologer or astrologer means a person who gives you know who tells the future. What is going to happen in the future or what is happening currently with you so it's very easy these days to become astrologer or predict because some few things few points you tell it will be applicable on everyone just like for example one of the point will be you're not happy with your boss that is a common thing You are not happy with your wife that's a common thing then you tell that uh, although you have money but somehow the other as soon as you earn money it gets spent that's a common thing. You are very uh, looks like looks like very, very very problematic situation, yes. And you have some health issue, yes. So all these common things you tell four, five, then you make some 10, 15 sentences, it will be applicable to anyone. So this is this is today's situation. So unfortunately, but this is a fact. This this is the situation of today's world. And unfortunately, people don't know about how to come out of these problems. Because many of times what happens that because of lack of this knowledge, we think that this is the only way I have to live. Somehow or the other, I have to manage it. I have to balance somehow or the other. I have to manage the situation. I have to live with this kind of situation only. We have to do some adjustment. So we do some adjustment doing this thing, that thing. We try to change job. We try to change You know, our boss. We try to change. The place and location and ultimately the fact is that if you are not in knowledge you don't know if you are not aware what has to be done nothing is going to happen just like if a person is a person is having going through a bad phase of life as per this karma bad time is there so if he thinks that okay let me change my watch i my i will get a good time that is going to happen because it's for karma, you are going to suffer in that way. So, similarly, similarly, simply by changing the situation, simply by changing the place, nothing is going to happen. And that we have to understand. You will always remain disturbed if you are not following the laws of nature. So, that we will discuss in today's session how, why a person getting disturbed. And session dedicated to Srila Prabhupada. So, this verse is 7 Canto, 9th Chapter, text number 40. So, these are the uh, verses spoken by. Again, I'm repeating Prahlad Maharaj and these, although Prahlad Maharaj is a small child or maybe five, six years old, but the kind of knowledge he's giving, it is unparalleled. Nobody in the three worlds can give this kind of knowledge what he is giving. So that shows that a person who is advanced in spiritual life, age does not matter. It doesn't matter whether he's a child or is a grown-up person. If he's a spiritually advanced person, he can give the highest knowledge. And that's what we can see here. So, Prahlad Maharaj is telling in this verse, Jeeva Kaito Achut Vikar Mavi Mavit Tatta, Shishno Anyatas Puk Udaram Savanam Kutaschit, Granu Anatas Chapala Drak pachak, Pachakarma Shakti, Bhavya Sapatna Ivaki Hapatim So, Who is telling, My dear Lord, O oh, infallible one, my position is like that of a person who has many wives all trying to at- attract him in their own way. For example, the tongue is attracted to palatable dishes. The to text to sex with an attractive woman and the senses of touch to contact with soft things. The belly, although filled, still wants to eat more and the ear not attempting to hear about you is generally attracted to cinema songs. The sense of smell is attracted to yet another side. The restless eyes are attracted to sense to so sense of sense gratification, and the active senses are attracted elsewhere. In this way, I am certainly embraced. So, Kalad Maharaj is, not, is talking about nothing, but actually position of everyone in this material world. Anyone in this material world who is little has little sensible, little is little thoughtful person. If we applies, if see this verse, he will definitely tell it is for me. Because it is a fact with everyone. Without the, without any exception, till the time a person come to senses, um, because of this knowledge, if he is not aware, then definitely he's he, anyone will be having these all these issues. What is Prahlad Maharaj is talking. But mind you again, when he's telling out these things, it is not that he is suffering from all these things. He's taking a position of a normal human being, and that's how he's uh, explaining all these instructions about himself. So now let me talk about recently when i i heard some about someone who is a very uh, famous singer and his name is justin weaver i think most of you must be heard about him so and i came to know this recently i was not aware so he there was a statement he told uh, and he was you know and most of you are knowing about him that he was a very successful singer and is when we had very young age and when he was 19, 20, he started 13 years of age and when he was 18, 19 years, he was top of the world and he was having everything. He was that time, as he was a millionaire. So many people were following him and everything. That, that means he was actually on top of the world that time. And that what he is telling, I'm just taking the portion of it. I am resentful, disrespectful to women and angry, says Justin Bieber as he opens on depression, drugs and fame. So, most of us, the Prabhupada tells a very nice thing that there are two kind of people in this material world, frustrated people, those who are frustrated from this material world or they are hopeless. One kind of people are, they are frustrated but they are poor because they don't have money, they are frustrated. And another kind of people are, they are rich but they are frustrated. So, of the two, who is? uh what you can say of of the two who is most uh, although both are frustrated but of the two who is good if we if we compare both of them the person who is rich and frustrated and the person who is poor is frustrated both out of them both of them who is uh, you can say in a better position situated what will be your answer i just want to know from the devotees who are attending sessions if a person is rich and is frustrated, and a person who is poor is frustrated. If we take both the situation, who is in better situation? Okay. Poor frustrated. Poor one. Okay. Poor
1: and frustrated. Oh. Rich. Poor.
0: Rich. Poor is better because at least he has reason that he is not rich. <laughs> rich one. Rich. Okay. One is high class jail, other is normal jail. <laughs> okay. So I have any answers here. Nobody. <laughs> okay. So the person who is rich and is frustrated, and the person who is poor is frustrated out of them. The person who is poor. And frustrated is better why because at least he has hope at least he has hope that one day i'll be i'll become rich and i'll be happy but the person who is rich and frustrated he actually has nothing to do now he has no dream he has no goal in life and that's what he was also telling if you read this entire article of justin weaver he's telling because he's telling Whenever I get up in the morning, I don't know what is my goal because I am top of the world. I don't know what to do. I have achieved everything in life, but still I am not satisfied. And just when a person is not satisfied, even after getting so-called material happiness, then he goes after drugs and all these things. So this is a situation of a person who is very, very rich and very, very successful also in his material career. And he is also, and recently I heard that he got, uh, I think paralysis also, one side of the face, something like that. So now, I'm not anyone who is a fan of Justin I'm not trying to tell that. Uh, this, I'm just taking an example. How this material world, if a person, even though, because the problem what we have right now is we are trying to get satisfy our senses, and we think that uh, if I become rich, if I become, if I have a name, and fame, I have everything, I will be happy. I'm the most successful person in the world. But if you see the situation other side, it is actually not that. It has been told that in US, US is the richest country of the world. Correct. But what is, that? what is the situation in US? It is very bad. It is it is said that uh, every three out of 10 those who are working as an employee, they sometime in life they have thought of committing suicide because of work pressure and everything. And actually one of them have committed also. So now you can see this is the situation in this material world that a person, once side Prahlad Maharaj is telling that I have senses and they are not I'm not getting satisfied because of that. Another science, a person is trying to satisfy his senses to the best of his capacity in the material world with all the things, but still he is not satisfied. That means what? That means we should understand why we are disturbed because mind is not peaceful. Why mind is not peaceful? Because mind is totally engaged in something to getting happiness, which is not the real toes of the mind. Until that time, mind is peaceful, it cannot understand, it cannot take proper decision. It is being told about, Father, you read this uh, article, what he's telling that I uh, he, he took many, many wrong decisions in his life and uh, he was not knowing what to do. And ultimately, he was just a young boy, what to do is not aware, but he has everything, name and fame and the end is and like there are many many celebrities i'm just taking one of the examples there are many many if you just search on google you'll find many many celebrities who are who were there in the depression in, of, in one part of their life because of this thing only so from all these things to understand the criteria of our happiness why we are disturbed because because we are not happy why we're we not happy because we don't know how to become happy this is the real problem and that's why people are getting frustrated they are sad and they are, uh, they don't know how to satisfy their lust and greed, ultimately they, they have only definition of happiness is, somehow or the other I can get more and more sense gratificatory options, I'll be happy. But the fact is that it is not possible. It is not possible. Why we are disturbed? Because we don't have control on senses. Senses wanting more and more, just like Prahlad Maharaj is telling, eyes want to see more, tongue want to taste, taste more. Even though I have taken a lot of food, I know my belly is full. I know if I take more, I'll be implicated. There will be some health issues, but still, I will take. Person knows that if I was this particular thing, it is not correct, correct good for me. But still, he will see. Very, very horrible situation. This is also is one of the news I read. The United States is experiencing an extreme teenage mental health crisis. From two thousand nine to two thousand twenty one, the share of American high school Students who say they are feeling persistent feeling of sadness or hopelessness rose from 26% to 44% according to a new CD system. This is the highest level of teenage sadness ever recorded. So you can see the teenagers, they are getting more and more depressed. And they have everything, mind you. Now, today we have this understanding once I become rich, I go to that, I'll become that, and then I know I will have money and I'll be happy. From money i can buy happiness but it is not possible you see here what is happening it is a it is not a news from some some you no know, country which is very very poor it is talking about us which is the richest country and this is the situation there now let us understand why it is happening what krishna says in bhagavad gita about this understanding that why a person is having everything but not having control on senses this is the situation. It is happening. This is the situation itself. So, Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says very nice. That's why we should read Bhagavad Gita. Unfortunately, we don't read all these things. That's why we never come to know why I am not satisfied, even though after having so many things, it is there. It is written there. Bhagavad Gita, Krishna has told clearly everything. It is there in Bhagavad Gita. It is in all the scriptures. But a, the unfortunate part is we are not reading. Why we are not reading? Because we are busy. Why we are busy? Because we are busy in self gratification. We're trying to search something in this material, but it's not available here. So that's why we should read and contemplate and then act like an intelligent person in this world. So what Krishna is telling Bhagavad Gita one who is not in transcendental consciousness can never can have neither untranscendental intelligence nor a steady mind, without which there is no possibility of peace. And how can there be any happiness without peace? So till the time person is peaceful, he cannot be happy. And why is not peaceful? Because he is totally engaged in sensitivity. Person is working very, very hard, although he has all the necessities of life available with him, but is working very hard to get more. Why? Because he wants to prove that I am something better. I'm better than others. I have more intelligence. I have more strength. I my ego should be satisfied that I'm better than others. That's why he's working very very hard, but it doesn't know does not aware of this thing that because of working very very hard, he is missing the main part of the life. He is missing the main portion of life, and he's not spending time in understanding all these things. Otherwise, why it is mentioned? And sometimes people think that as I discussed earlier, also people think that one of the way of if I satisfy more and more senses, I'll be. Uh, if I indulge in more sense gratification, I can satisfy my senses, but it is not fact. It is not fact. the more you indulge, the more it will. You will feel that you are not satisfied. You want more and more and more. Somebody was telling me about someone, some philosopher, that he says, "Okay, you indulge nicely in sense gratification, and one fine day you'll be, you'll get bored out of it, and ultimately you will uh, give up this sense gratification." No, it is not possible. You try. It. That's why in Bhagavad Gita Krishna from the very beginning he says, "Please control the senses staring towards Please control; otherwise, you will not have peace of mind." And actually, human me, that's why the entire Vedic varnasrama system was meant in that way. That person will work for his livelihood. He will work whatever is required to maintain his body and soul together. And remaining time, he will be because his mind is peaceful. Why mind is peaceful? Because it is does not does not have greed. Now today's people are so greedy. I was, uh, again, somebody shared a post with me about, recently about Chanda Kocher. She was the CEO of uh, ICSA bank. Very rich lady. That package, her package was 1.5 CR crore per month she was getting. That was as income, her income. And today, the, the news say that she's almost mad. Behaving like a mad. Such a uh, intelligent lady and such a famous lady. Almost mad. Because of greed, she did something. Because of that, she has to resign everything. And ultimately, she was behind the board. Many things happened. And ultimately, she is almost mad now. So this greed and anything lust, anger, greed, and it it, it, it is there in every one of us. Nobody is an exception for that. Till that time, Krishna is telling one does not have in transcendental consciousness. He is not aware of this knowledge. He neither has uh, transcendental intelligence nor steady mind. Without which, there is no possibility of peace. And how can there be any happiness without peace? So, we should understand one fact. Till the time we control our senses, it is not possible to achieve peace. That's why we will always remain disturbed. Always. Now, there is, I think I have discussed this verse earlier also. It is there, one of the scriptures, which talks about how these senses, if not control, can become
1: cause of a person's death.
0: So this says about Kuranga Matanga Patanga Bringa Meena Hata Pancha Bhi Reva Pancha Eka Pramadisa Kathamna Hanyate pancha Panchabhi Eva Pancha. What does that mean? Kuranga, the deer, by the urges of ears, matanga the elephant, by the urges of genitals, patanga the moth, by the urges of eyes, bringa the bee. By the urges of nose to smell wild flowers. Meena the fish driven by the urge of tongue all meet their end in pursuit of their futile attempt to satisfy one sense. Just see attachment to just one sense costs someone greatly. What about a person who has five powerful sense organs? This talks about different different animals, different 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 different, different living entities who has one sense is not in control. For example, let's say talk about deer. So the hunter he plays very nice music, and deer is very much attracted to that music. Because of that music, the deers get captivated and hunters come, hunter comes and kills him and captures. Matanga means elephant. So elephant is a very, very big animal. You cannot capture him like that. So how to capture the elephant? It, they actually train a she elephant very nicely. And this uh, elephant he elephant the male elephant he chases the she elephant so that he can enjoy but ultimately this because of the she elephant this uh, male elephant goes into a ditch and ultimately he is caught He's caught that's why he loses his freedom then again patanga the moth he because of his eyes he feels very nice by seeing the light and he's trying to go tries to go enjoy that light ultimately he loses his life then the bee the urges of nose to smell wild flowers again loses its life. Then the fish driven by the urge of tongue all meet their end Pursue the futile attempt to satisfy one sense. So These are the examples of some of the animals and uh, living entities who loses their life because of only one sense. And what to speak of us? We are rational animal. We are intelligent animal. So all the senses are there in their full condition they are full in their fullest capacity they are working and what is kind of harm we can do to our mind body system to our, to our soul to our this life if we don't have any control and if you analyze all of us are in that condition
1: and that's why we are disturbed
0: So now Krishna says, Bhagavad Gita, as a strong wind sweeps away a boat on the water, even one of the roaming senses on which the mind focuses can carry away a man's intelligence. You can see here that a person, just like a strong wind sweeps away the boat in which on the water, even one of the roaming senses on which the mind focuses can carry away one's intelligence. Bhagavad Gita Krishna is telling even one of the senses, and what to speak of all the senses, which we don't have, we don't have any other control. And that the the nature of this pleasure, the nature of the senses are that will never be satisfied you will find these verses Pralad talks about some after 42nd 40, 43 words forty third verse he will tell about this thing that that means that the senses are so powerful that they are never ever satisfied never ever satisfied how much ever you try will never be satisfied and ultimately will end up entangling ourselves in this material world. Because as we understand, the more we work in this material world, the laws of karmas are working. That means the person works work hard, and the more he entangle himself, the more he works hard, he is getting entangled in this material world. And that's why, because of this reason, since he's not uh, happy, since he's entangling more and more, he's getting more and more sadness and happiness in this material world. So there is a very nice story in this regard in the Bhagavatam, we'll find about a king. How this king was having although everything, but still he was not satisfied. And this king's name was Yayati. In this Bhagavatam, ninth Kento, I think, it is mentioned this story. So this king uh, was his enjoy. He enjoys the senses very very nicely with his wife and everything, and he was very much into sense gratification. An entire life he enjoyed sense gratification. But he was not satisfied. At the time of death, when he was about to die, he still he was not satisfied. So then he requested his son, one of the sons, that can you please exchange your youthfulness with my old age? That means you will become old and I will become young again. And so that again I can enjoy my senses. So this son of this king, He told, okay, no problem. Because you're my father, you're requesting, let me do that. And he did the same thing. So this son became old and the father became again young. And again, he enjoyed very nicely sense gratification throughout his life. But again, he was not satisfied. And then again, he was thinking, now what should I do? Two lives I have enjoyed nicely sense gratification. All the two lives he remembered, he would have enjoyed for many, many lives. He's not aware. So two lies, I have enjoyed my senses in an unrestricting manner. What should I do? Why am not satisfied? Even now I am not satisfied. What should I do now? So then he comes to senses, then he uh, understands the thing and then by the mercy of a great devotee, he, become, he also becomes a devotee. So now the idea is it, that all these pastimes and stories are telling us till the time a person is not having an engagement of all the senses, Proper engagement of all the senses, it is not possible to control it. And our process of controlling the senses is not the yogic yogi process. yogic process is you, you sit in meditation, you close your eyes, you focus on this thing, that thing, and then slowly you control your all the senses. No, it is not like that. Our process is different. Our process is we engage our senses, all the senses in Seva of Krishna. And by doing this thing, Automatically, senses are getting controlled. Even the mind also is to discuss. Even Rupa Goswami says, as we discussed on the session, Rupa Goswami says, "Vacho vegam, manasa krodh vegam, jiva vegam, udar Upastha vegam, etan vegan, yuvishesha dhira, vishehit dhira, sarvam apnam pratvimsa sishyat." That means a sober person who can tolerate the urge to speak, the mind's demand, the action of anger, and the urge of the tongue. Belly and genitals is qualified to make disciples all over the world. So there are two words mentioned in the scriptures. One is called as Go Swami and other is called as Go Das. So Go means senses. Go means cow also. Go means senses also. So Go Swami means the person who has control over his senses. And Go Das means the person who is not controlled in his senses. The senses are controlling that person. His mind is controlling that person. Is is not aware. He actually is aware sometimes, but because of the force of the mind, his senses is taking, doing some actions which are not supposed to be done. And Prabhupada says, a pure devotee of the Lord automatically is in the position of Goswami. He has control on his senses because he is no, he's aware how to engage my senses in the Seva of Krishna. If I have eyes, how to use that eyes? If I have my hands, how to use that hands? If I have nose, how to use this nose for the Seva of the Lord? How to engage in Krishna consciousness. And by engaging this way, the senses, automatically senses will control. So sometimes people think this, they have this understanding that how is it possible, Prabhu, that simply you are telling that if I, by the eyes I can see a lot and those activity my senses will under control. Looks like imaginative thing and I cannot believe it. But yes, we may not believe with our rational, so-called rational mind, but the fact is something else. Because when we talk about all these things, we, we are not talking all these things out of own imagination. It is mentioned in the scriptures and, and the pure devotees has proven these things. The pure devotees of the Lord who is totally engaged in seva of Krishna, they have proven all these things that they have control of mind, senses, genitals, everything because they are engaged in seva of the Lord. The, the fact is that, but faith is required in everything. If you are chanting Hare Krishna mantra, you have faith that Krishna is there in that name. If you are reading Bhagavad Gita, if you have faith that Krishna is there in that books, The faith is there, then you will see the tremendous advancement in Krishna consciousness, in consciousness. If you don't have faith, then also advancement will happen, but advancement will be very, very slow. It will take many, many years also in a lifetime. But if you chant with the faith that Krishna is present in his name, I am chanting Hare Krishna mantra is present. I am reading Bhagavad Gita Krishna is present. I am doing this thing Krishna is present. If faith is there, then you will see. And the faith is something which we, we put in this material also. Many times, many, any uh, sphere of the activity you see in this material, do you have to put your faith. Simply, you are putting faith of so many things in this material to become happy. But ultimately, what you are getting is something temporary, pleasure for some timing. Ultimately, that also is entangling a living entity. Entangling us. So why don't you put faith in words of Krishna, who is a, who's a proven fact, Time-tested wisdom. Bhagavad Gita is not something which is written some 500 years back. Some person is written. No. It is a time-tested wisdom. And we can see nothing in this Bhagavad Gita you can prove is wrong. Everything is correct. And the same Bhagavad Gita is telling you have to control the of our senses. Even one of the roaming senses on which mind focuses can take away person intelligence and ultimately person be lost. So when these scriptures are telling this these things, we have to believe it and we have to practice it. Only a person who has control on his senses can actually get peace of mind. Otherwise, it's not possible. The more, more, let me get more, let me get more, let me get more. We're trying to become more, and more master of this material world. And the more we come, try to become master in this material world, the more you will be frustrated. But the another part is in spiritual life, that's why this material is called as Perverted reflection of spiritual world. Bhagavad Gita, 15 chapter, you will find. That means this material world is just like a tree who has branches towards downside and his roots are towards upside. It's like a reflection of the real thing. So this material world is called a reflection of spiritual world. So in spiritual world, everybody is servant of Krishna. But the servant is eternally happy by serving Krishna. But in this material world, everyone is trying to become master. And trying to become master, but ultimately, he doesn't know that he is the biggest servant in this material world. He's a servant of everyone. He's a servant of his senses. He's servant of his family. He is servant of society. servant of nation. servant of everyone. But he thinks that I am a master. And in order to prove that I'm a master, he works very hard to take that false prestige that I'm the master. But ultimately, we are not master. We are servant. And Prabhupada says, servant position is like a child. When a child you see, child is when child is there, he is totally dependent on his father. So he is not worrying about getting food and shelter because he has full faith on his father. Father will take care of my everything. Similarly, when a person has full faith on the Lord, that Lord is my only master. I am His servant, and he doesn't have to worry for everything. So I'll I'll show you a video now. It's a video of around five minutes. There is no. Audio in that video is simply visual, but it gives a very big message of what I'm talking about the master and servant thing. So, you'll see how in this virtual world we are trying, we are trying, we are seeing that I am the control of everything, but ultimately we are not the controller. We are so all and we control. So, I'm showing this video. It's a five minute video, so maybe a longer video generally, but you can see and understand, and maybe you can type also. what you're understanding with the today. After that, we will see how to control the senses, what is the practical understanding, implication that a person who is trying to control his senses is not able to control by this yogic process and all. What Bhavatam says that we have to, how we can control our senses. Arrange. Thank you. So ultimately, the understanding is, if you have those who have seen this video uh, fully, they can understand that although we can see he is trying to become master of everything, but ultimately he himself was a servant. This is a position for everyone, although there was no sound in the video, but many things we can understand, many messages we can see. So the idea is, our position is that we have to serve. Now, how to serve? It is not that we are telling person has to strive. There are trunk, you have tongue, right? So how do you use that tongue? Tongue can be used in serving Lord by taking Krishna prasadam. You want to eat prasadam? No, you want to eat. Nobody is telling you not to eat. Then eat Krishna prasadam. And by those things, or doing all these things, you mind your mind will be peaceful. Till that time, mind is not peaceful. You cannot attain any happiness in this. You will always be disturbed. Although you'll have everything, but still you'll be disturbed. And we have example of great devotees in Bhagavatam. That's why when we read all these things, we will come to know. So, Bhagavatam talks about this thing of a devotee by name Amrish Maharaj. That how he has controlled his senses. For example, let's say that we discussed last time about mind. Mind is the king of all the senses. So, how Parishit Maharaj was controlling his mind. So, Parishit Maharaj always in his mind is meditating upon the lotus feet of Krishna. So, what is the meaning of meditating on the lotus feet of Krishna? So, all of us have a tendency to think. Right? We are think always we are thinking of something. Throughout the day we are thinking of this thing, that thing, about office, about uh, about project, our assignment or girlfriend, boyfriend, many many things we are thinking about. But in the morning you see the beautiful duties of the Lord. If you don't have any temple nearby, Krishna's temple, you, you will have definitely some we are using WhatsApp. So you can use, you can see the beautiful form of the Lord in any of the authorized temple and try to meditate on that thought throughout the day. So, Prabhupada says that we should see the form of the Lord, we should have darshan in such a way that the impression of the deities we can carry throughout the day in our mind. When a person does like that, his mind will, will be peaceful. So, all these things are not some uh, some utopian thoughts or somebody has given. No, it from the scriptures. And you will try, you will see. Just you have to try it. You have to practice it. Just like material people practice many, many things to, to get happiness. This you think you try. Just try to always think of the lotus feet of Krishna. Always try to have form of the Lord when you are doing something. You will see, your mind will be peaceful. Then next thing about words, we have to speak something. We cannot be without any speech. And every time you are speaking, but most of the times what you are speaking is called as gram Kata. mekata Kata means worldly talks. This thing about this person stole like this, that person wrote like this, this is the price of that stock. And this company is, this nation is progressing. And everything you're talking about, is called as So last session that we had discussed, if you remember about Raghunath Goswami. So Raghunath Goswami was a great devotee of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But he was not directly in touch with direct Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He was under the control of, care of sarup Damodar. Who was sarup Damodar? sarup Damodar was secretary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So sarup Goswami, many times he asked Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that can you please give me some instructions? So not give any, instru- any instruction to him. But finally he told, then he requested a lot. The Chaitanya told him very nice instruction. He told me, Gram kathana Karibe. That means do not indulge in Gram katha. Gram katha means this worldly talks. And Baluna Bharana Paribe. That means we should not you should not eat very luxuriously and you should not wear very costly cloth. Try to develop an attitude of renunciation. So though the mind can be satisfied, if the mind can be taken away from the thoughts of sense gratification. If the mind is engaged in the thoughts of thoughts of sense gratification, neither the mind will be controlled nor the senses. So how can the mind be engaged? You have to engage the mind in thinking of Krishna's lotus feet and form of the Lord. And then words, tongue, we have to take Krishna to and glorify Krishna. When it speak something, you speak about Krishna. And his hands in cleansing the Lord's temple. His hands can be used in cleaning the cleansing the lords of the temple of the Lord. Ears in hearing the words spoken by Krishna or about Krishna. How can we ut- purify our ears? By utilizing it in service of the Krishna, by hearing about Krishna. He engaged his eyes in seeing the deity of Krishna. In eyes in seeing Krishna and mind is meditating on Krishna. And Krishna's places like Mathura Vrindavan, he engages his sense of touch in touching the bodies of Lord's devotees. He engages his senses of smell in smelling the fragrance of Tulsi offered to the Lord. So all the senses, eyes, ears, nose, tongue, touch, everything Amrish Maharaj engaged. How nose can be utilized? By by smelling the fragrance of the Tulsi flowers offered to the Lord. And his tongue is tasting the Lord's Prasad. The tongue also needs some engagement, so you have to eat nicely, but eat prasadam. He engages his legs in walking to the holy places and temples of the Lord, his head in going down before the Lord and all his desires in serving the Lord 24 hours a day. Indeed, Maharaj Ambrish never desired anything for his own sense gratification. He engaged all his senses in devotional service in various engagements related, related to the Lord. This is the way to increase attachment for the Lord and be completely free from all material desires. So please understand this very, very important principle of spiritual life. Till the time our mind is engaged in the thoughts of sense gratification, we will always be disturbed. Always we will be disturbed. We may change circumstances. We may change position. We may change different places. We can try this thing or that thing. But if these things are not happening, we will always be disturbed. So that's why a person should approach a bona fide spiritual master that means when a person comes with understanding that there is nothing material can make me happy in this material world he should approach a spiritual master and when he approaches a spiritual master then if spiritual master by seeing the attitude of a disciple or a person who is surrendered soul, he gives instruction to the disciple and surrendered soul. And under the guidance of spiritual master, a devote, a disciple learns everything, how to practice devotional service. He engages disciple. All the abilities of a disciple, a spiritual master engages in service of Krishna. And that's how disciple's senses are getting purified. That is what's it's called as purification process. The Purification happens. And the more we engage the senses in Krishna's service, this lust, anger, greed, everything which is considered as three gateway of hell. Krishna said, Gita: this lust, anger and greed, these are three gateway to hell. And apart from all other sense gratificatory acts can be purified if we engage in Krishna's service. So it's not very difficult. Just we have to seek guidance and approach a bona fide spiritual master and then follow him. Then this is possible to control the senses and we will not be disturbed. That's why one of the devotee, he says, Vishwam Punam Sukhayate. His name is Prabhuda Saraswati. He says that for a devotee, this material world is full of peace. Vishwam Punam Sukhayate. Why it is that material world is a place of which, how it is a peaceful place for a devotee? Because he, it is just like, he give example, just like a snake. Snake is very, very dangerous. But if you just somehow or the other, if you remove the poison fangs from the, the snake, snake will no longer be distressful, uh, uh, dangerous for a person. Similarly, all those senses are very, very dangerous. This kind of, they are compared to snakes. But if these senses are engaged in Krishna's service, they are no longer dangerous for a devotee. It is a helpful thing for a devotee. So if, instead of uh, becoming a snake, these snakes become helpful to advance in Krishna consciousness. So this material will become full of pleasure for a devotee. Why? Because he can engage everything in this material would save by Krishna. That's why he is happy his mind is peaceful because it attached to Krishna's lotus field. So we have to practice it and for practice there is sadhana. Sadhana sadhana process is mentioned. We have to chant. We have to hear about Lord. Many things. In in, in a day, so many things we are hearing about nonsense things in this material world. You hear about Bhagavatam. You hear about Krishna's activity. Your mind will be purified. And Bhagavatam is what? Bhagavatam is the summons substance substance of entire Vedic literature. It is mentioned Bhāgavatam. Sarva Vedanta Sarami Shri Bhāgavatam ishyate That means the, the summary of entire Vedas is, is Bhāgavatam. And what we are reading, these verses are also from Bhāgavatam only. So these are the Saram, this is the essence of entire Vedic literature. Shri Bhāgavatam Iśyate. nane drasya ratikvache. That means when a person becomes, when we read Bhāgavatam, and he becomes satisfied from reading all this Bhagavatam literature. That means he will never have any other hankering for pleasure in this material world. This is the power and potency of Srimad Bhagavatam what we are reading and hearing. So simply if a person read and hear Bhagavatam and chant Krishna's name, you will see his attachment for Krishna will increase. And as soon as attachment for Krishna will increase, automatically this all these lower modes, lower pleasure will go away but we have to be very very strict in our sadhana if you are loose sometime i'm chanting sometime not chanting sometime i'm hearing sometime not hearing sometime reading sometime not reading sometime attending sometimes not attending then i'm sorry the effect will be very very slow the more we engage the effect will be very very fast so that's why the process is nityam bhagavat sevya not saturday bhagavatam sevya nityam bhagavat sevya that means 24 hours we have to engage ourselves in in hearing Bhagavatam. And not 24 hours for not possible, whatever is possible, at least daily, if you are not able to hear one hour lecture, hear for 45 minutes, not 45, 45 minutes, then 30 minutes, at least 15 minutes you should hear everyday Bhagavatam. And if you want to see change, practical change in your consciousness, you do that. And just like Amrish Maharaj, by following entire process, he become peaceful, he became nice devotee. All of us can become, all of us can control our senses. And totally again, we can reach to that consciousness which Maharaj is having, simply we have to practice it under the guidance of a pure devotee. And that's why the mind, which is very, very uh, disturbing, restless mind can be controlled and person instead of being disturbed in this material world, he can become peaceful. and peaceful mind. You can understand spirituality. Right now, mind is not peaceful, that's why sometimes even we we go to some people, we tell about all these things, they don't understand also, because mind is not peaceful, so understand spirituality, mind requires satagun. it requires a platform, a person who is very, very tamasic mode and asik mode, you don't understand spirituality, even if you go and ask, ask him about Bhagavad Gita, you tell him about the purpose of life and ultimately you have to die one day, we are suffering in this material world, he will never understand, because mind is not peaceful. So that's why we hear Kirtan before the beginning of the session. Even the live session or we do physical session or online session, we play Kirtan. Because if we hear Kirtan very, very nicely, your mind become peaceful. And with the peaceful mind, if you hear Bhagavatam class, you will understand and absorb something. Otherwise, yeah, if you are coming at 8.30, then you are leaving at 9 o'clock. You have come late and you are gone early. Maybe effectively very slow. But if you hear with consciousness after hearing Kirtan, if you hear Bhagavatam class, you will absorb many, many things. It's also the practical things. It is not something theory. You can try yourself. So if it's required, if you're very, very tired, let's say you're hearing this class after coming from office and you're very, very tired, better to take bath and attend this class. That is That shows us sincerity. Krishna is sincerity of a uh, living entity. A very important thing Prabhupada, I was reading to Prabhupada says, Why Krishna has told this word, Bhaktiya Parishati? There's a verse, Patram Pushvam Palam Toyam Yome Bhaktiya Parishati. Krishna has used this word, Bhaktiya. He has inserted this word, Bhakti. It's very, very important. Otherwise, Krishna would have done, Patram Pushvam Palam Toyam Yome Parishati. No, he's telling, Patram Pushvam Palam Toyam Yome Bhaktiya Parishati. That means, Bhakti is very, very important thing. Not the item. Item is not so important. Bhakti is important. So, consciousness is important. Whatever you are doing in spiritual life, what is your consciousness that decides the kind of result you will get? So uh, we should see what is my consciousness while chanting? What is my consciousness while reading? What is my consciousness while doing seva? Accordingly, I'll get result. But nevertheless, even if consciousness is not good, we should not be disheartened. We should not be discouraged. Keep on following the process and by slowing this process, our heart will be purified slowly. slowly. But if your consciousness is good, very fast advancement can be there. If, if you chant also holy name of the Lord in that consciousness, that Krishna Himself is present, you will see miracles happen in devotees, life. Provided we, we get faith. We don't have faith right now, that's why it takes me so much of time. So this is about the disturbed mind. And why I'm disturbed because I don't have control and senses. The conclusion is we need happiness, and the only definition of happiness, what we have right now, is happiness through senses. And the fact is that we cannot be happy by Gratify our senses. Till the time we are engaged in that way, we will always disturb. So what is a solution? Instead of having a disturbed mind, we can engage this mind and all the senses in serving Krishna. The more we take away this our mind and senses from sense gratification, the more we will be peaceful. That's why we, austerity is recommended. In Vedic time austerity was recommended. Voluntarily, we take some penances for, for higher advancement, for spiritual advancement. But that's how when a person performs, he becomes purified and senses control, then he can understand subject matter very nicely. And just like Ambrish Maras engaged, every sense Krishna Krishna's service, we can also engage and we will be purified.
1: And as
0: I told about chanting, if you chant Hare Krishna Mantra with consciousness, advancement will be very fast. Krishna and his name, there is no difference. He is present there as uh, his name is omnipotent, is omnipresent, is absolute. So there is no difference between Krishna and his name, Krishna is activity, Krishna is pastime, everything. There is no difference. Just we have to have that faith. And with that faith, if we chant and hear at the same time, progress will be very fast and heart will become very nicely cleansed
1: very easily.